folks. Adam Summer for the Heartland Pod. On this episode, I have a chat with Sally Brooks. Sally is running for Missouri State Representative in the 118th District in Missouri. She's running as a Democrat. The 118th District is located uh, south and west of St. Louis and is essentially sandwiched between I-44 and I-50 right around the northern tip of the Mark Twain National Forest area. It is very rural, and it is a very interesting area because it represents a part of Missouri that is often associated with sort of the national understanding of Missouri, uh, and in reality is not that far from being in downtown St. Louis, and yet it can feel like at times truly a world away. Uh, I think it's a great chat, and I think Sally Brooks represents a true movement in Missouri. Uh, We've heard it put as dirt road Democrats. We've heard it put as rural progressives. Any way you slice it, Sally Brooks is a genuine Missourian who is out there trying to fight for her neighbors, and I really enjoyed talking with her. Before I turn it over completely to the chat, just a reminder, follow us on Facebook with Heartland Pod and Instagram with the Heartland Pod, on Twitter at the Heartland Pod, email us heartlandpod2020 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, love to get guest suggestions or anything like that. Stick around for my chat with Sally Brooks, running for the 118th District in Missouri. Let's have a chat. All right, we're here for a chat, and this is going to be a lot of fun for me, I think, because uh, I'm interested in getting more into some of the folks who are running for state house. Uh, This is a Missouri interview, but if if you're listening to this in another state or you know somebody who's running in Iowa or Kansas or wherever, you know, somewhere close by, we'd love to talk to them too. Um, This is Sally Brooks, who is running for Missouri State Representative in the 118th district in Missouri. Uh, And if you don't know where that is, that's probably okay. It's, It's a tough place to know where it is, but I'm very happy to have Sally here. Thank you for joining me and welcome to the pod. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so the 118th, we were talking before we started recording, so I called it kind of almost a no-man's land. It's like right between these two pretty major highways, but it's a really cool area. There's a lot of beautiful stuff. People who are not from Missouri, if you've ever heard the term floating or floating, going floating, that's floating territory. So Absolutely. Plenty of good stuff there. So the, the, the 118th, why do you think it's time for you to be the representative for that district? What's the why for you? Uh, the why for me is that you can look around and see your neighbors and know that you yourself too, along with your neighbors, are struggling. Yeah. We struggle every day. We struggle with, you know, keeping you know, decent paying jobs. We struggle with, uh, you know, medications, even affording medications on a daily basis and not having to, you know, cut the dosages in half just to make it to the end of the month. And, you know, you put up with that for so long and basically being ignored by politicians when it comes to this sort of thing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you advocate for it and go to Jeff City and get ignored. (laughs) And then you just say, okay, well, what's the next logical step? Well, to me, this was the next logical step is to step up to the plate, basically, and give it a try. I mean, if your name's on the list of folks who get to vote, it's pretty hard to be ignored. You would think. (laughs) (laughs) At least harder, I guess. Right, right. So I I ask a lot of folks this uh, who aren't necessarily 
political veterans. Is there was there nobody who stopped you from this? Nobody who took you aside and said, "Sally, you know, look, we love you. Your passion is great, but you don't have to do this. Please don't run for office. It's going to be grueling and awful, and you might not like it, and you might not win." Nobody stopped you from doing this. Why? I think a lot of people, um, my, my family probably came the closest yeah. <laughs> to, to uh, you know, I could tell by the looks on their face. Some of them weren't, weren't real thrilled, I think, because they know what's ahead. They understand what's what's coming down the road, you know, what could potentially happen. You know, I'm trying to protect them from that as much as possible. But what do you mean um, by that? What is that? You know, just basically um, people that are in opposition to my own views Mm -hmm. and things that they will say to me, Mm -hmm. you know, and I I have, you know, um, some family members that take it more personal than I do. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I, I just, you know, take it as with a grain of salt, you know, mm-hmm. and I am married to a conservative husband. So really? he, yeah, he kind of helps, um, you know, puts the boxing gloves on and says, well, they're going to say this and they're going to say that, you know, yeah. and yeah, he gives me, he gives me an alternate view at times. Yeah. So, well, that's not, you know, certainly wouldn't be the first time in history. There were folks in politics or involved, involved in politics who uh, married couples who had different views. That's there's plenty of, Good, right. You know, famous examples of that. Um, so uh, talk about, you know, you, you talked about the issue of affording medication, finding good paying jobs. You know, there's there's plenty of stuff to talk about in the area. But what's the one thing? What is it that, you know, if you had to, you know, you, they, they tell you, look, well, you're, you're going to get elected, but you're only allowed to talk about one thing when you get to Jefferson City. What is it? <laughs> It would probably be because of my background, um, teaching teachers, public mm-hmm. education and preserving that, um, um, trying to bring back a level of funding that we have had in the past and that it's been chipped away over mm-hmm. the years. Mm-hmm. And um, well, it's fully funded. Ha- no. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> yeah. When you when you shift if they the formula like to down. like to ring that bell, but that's not actually true, you know. Yeah. So um I think if we went back and looked 15 years ago and you know the percentage wise is what what the state was uh paying to education versus what we're paying now, mm-hmm. it's nothing. I know the transportation budget for schools is just a fraction of what it used to be. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I remember being in in college and uh, being on the student government and getting this report. We would get this update, you know, every year from the administration. And uh, I remember sitting there watching the report and them explaining that we were going about we were going into the first year ever when the state funding would be less than fifty percent of the budget for this public university, right. and it was like this it will probably never go back kind of conversation. Right. And we, we haven't, you're, you're right. It's been about 15, yeah, 15 years or so um, when that, when that really shifted. So. Well, that's when the foundation formula changed. Right. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's going to have to be, have a serious hard look at it. So. Yeah. Yeah. So outside of, of education um, it sounds like healthcare issues, health related issues, 
Um, and I, I think those kind of get rolled together when you're talking about lack of good paying jobs and access to healthcare. It's kind of a general, you know, I mean, poverty is the word, right? When, when we're talking right. about that type, those things all together in one bundle. Um, how big of an issue is that for the, the 118th in Missouri? I think it's a huge issue. Um, I'm still learning about the stats from Franklin County, but I, you know, just in the past two weeks, people have sent me articles that have been floating around the internet about the poverty level and uh, education level of Washington County, mm-hmm. as it's like in the top 10 for the whole state that it's so low. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I was like, thank you for sending me this, but this is something I am familiar with already. Right. You know, I, I, you know, I love my neighbors and, and I, I've always said, I've we've lived here since the mid nineties. And I've said, you know, that these are some of the best people in the state to me, mm-hmm. because even though you see the poverty and you know what's going on with their families, because everybody knows everybody, you know, mm-hmm. if something happens to you, they'll give you the shirt off the back. Right. You know, right. so, you know, they're, they're good people, you know, and I, I, I would love to have the opportunity to represent them and try to help however I can, you know, in Jeff's, yeah. Jefferson City. So, so you mentioned, you, you mentioned a couple of county names. So it's what Franklin, Washington is Crawford in there at all, or is it? No, I know some folks in Crawford. I wish, <laughs> I wish that they it did touch Crawford. Um, but uh, yeah, there's some good folks in Crawford too. I'm, I'm I was a little disappointed yeah. that it didn't pick up a at least a you know an eastern edge of Crawford there. But <laughs> yeah. no, it it stays um, stays pretty much in Washington and goes right into Franklin. So okay, okay, yeah. So for folks who are we're basically south and west of the St. Louis area. Uh, if you know where Highway 44 runs, kind of diagonal across Missouri down to uh, the Springfield area. Uh, and then you've got what 55 over there that runs down to the boot heel. So, we're, so we're right there, uh, right in that area. Um, talk about access, uh, access to fresh foods, uh, you know, access to healthcare, access to stores, right? What is the access like in that area? Um, the access for in Washington County is a small hospital in Potosi. They do have a hospital there. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not a trauma care. I mean, they have, you know, uh, a helicopter landing pad that if anything really serious happens, they, they helicopter them to um, Jefferson County to. uh, So that would be if you're in the hospital in Potosi, they'd have to get the helicopter to you and then take you in the helicopter to another hospital. Even the the uh, development that I live in, there's a commons area, and we've had, uh, you know, situations where individuals were in such bad shape, they knew they would have to go straight to one of the bigger hospitals, mm-hmm. and they've had to land in our commons area to pick the person up. Wow. So... And that feels like to me, you know, talking about, there's a lot of conservative folks in that area, you're married to a conservative uh, person. It feels like to me that access to healthcare, we're not talking about who pays for it, just getting to it, just the ability to get the care in the first place. I don't know how that particular issue can be split partisan, but is that even something just, just the access that- that I don't think it is split partisan like people think it is. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you, you, we've, I, I participated in the uh, initiative petition process for expanding Medicaid. I uh-huh. helped get signatures down in this area. Yeah. <laughs> and I knocked on everybody's door. And I had only one person that refused to sign it. But I, there was other people that I knew were, were Republicans that they signed it. I mean, so I think, you know, it, it really is a nonpartisan issue, you know, except for our more extremist uh, folks out here. So, yeah, well, that, that seems like something that I, it would be such a, you know, a simple thing to take action on. I know that the answers themselves right. aren't necessarily simple to implement, um, but yeah, it sure seems like the folks in Missouri have spoken on. I can't hear you. Oh, sound. Got it. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> so you've got on your website here, uh, one of the first issues that you list, it is the first issue, is fight corruption. Um, why is that, you know, first first place on your website when I scroll down? Why is that the first thing I'm reading about? You know, I, I've i been out canvassing because I, I registered with the MEC last June. Mm-hmm. and uh, immediately got out knocking on doors. I talked to uh, one of the um, ladies that held this seat two terms, you know, two legislators before me, mm-hmm. and uh, she was a Democrat, uh, Belinda Harris, and she beat somebody they didn't expect her to beat. So I, I called her first thing, and she said, you know, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, no matter what other people tell you, she said, get to the doors. Mm-hmm. She goes, that's what you got to do to win. So, you know, I got out there and that's one of that's more than once, uh, you know, other than healthcare, people have talked about honesty and integrity and getting dark money out of politics. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, it is just one of the things basically I took from what people have been saying to me that they would like to see done. So. Mm-hmm. So we talked about the access thing. Uh, you also have on your website rural investment needed. Uh, now I live in, you know, compared to St. Louis, Kansas City, St. Charles, those areas, I live in a reasonably rural area. But compared to where you are, I'm in a twenty thousand person city, um, in a fifty five thousand person county. Right. Well, how different? How different is that? And how much is that investment needed? Uh, it, it is pretty vastly different. Um, we, uh, I know that the, the two biggest towns in this district now are Sullivan and Potosi. And uh, Potosi has, you know, Purcell Tire and Red Wings Shoes and uh, uh, Midwest Textiles. They have locations, manufacturing jobs that people mm-hmm. can get decent paying jobs that have benefits. Uh, you know, Sullivan has some industrial um, s- situations too. I'm still, like I said, kind of becoming familiar with Franklin County. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, neither of those towns are as big as, as your town. You know, right. they're, they're still pretty small. And I, I noticed we, uh, my campaign manager, and I kind of went out and did some reconnaissance around Sullivan and there's not, you know, they, they pick up a lot of, of basically tourist money coming off of Highway 40. 
before, you know, putting sure. big billboards and they pull the the money, you know, from people that are passing through a lot, you know, but, um, you know, getting investments, getting companies to come out and, and see, you know, see the need other than, you know, the maximum security prison there and Potosi, right. Right. you know, it's, it, it, I was listening, I think, to uh, Rachel speaking with, uh, with Tim with, Cott, yeah, from Missouri. Yeah, yeah with yeah, Tim Cott. And I was like, you know, he even mentioned, you know, Potosi and that the fact that they put these, these prisons in really rural areas, you know, because, you know, it's, it's cheaper, I guess, but because, you know, there's people there will, that will work, yeah. you know, at, at the yeah. prisons, you know, and I know some people there in Potosi that have, have worked a, there for decades. Kind of a, it, at some point, and maybe, maybe less so today than it was, but at some point in time, that was sort of a pretty good job to have. Yeah. In at some area. point, I'm sure it was, but, uh, you know, um, things have happened over the years and, and things have been tinkered with here and there. and yeah. and now they're struggling, you know, just like a lot of, you know, fields are struggling. So, yeah, hopefully, you know, they, they, the day that we're recording this, they, they finally, uh, the Senate passed the, uh, the appropriations bill and it's been signed. Yes. And so hopefully that will help. Uh, it was interesting because we, that came out that episode with, with Tim. Cut right. I was like perfect timing. Uh, right. Yeah. And so all of that was sort of happening at the same time. And so I'm we, hoping it'll bring those, you know, those, supplementary workers you know your cafeteria yeah. workers and maintenance guys and bring them up to that 15 dollars an hour yeah. you know level where you know they can at least hire some people that you know to work there yeah it'll be good it'll be good so the 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 bottom of your website uh, as i'm reading <laughs> as i'm scrolling and i get to this part and i think well i think that might be the top of the website in the future people oh, yeah? for politics mm -hmm. why those three words what why did you land on that because that to me that those three words together people before politics is a really important ethos and it's something that uh i just think is missing in in huge amounts so how'd you get there well i taught school for about 15 years and then I'm currently working as a support coordinator, uh, working with the developmentally, developmentally disabled. And so I have a total of about 25 years of uh, basically human services work and advocating for others. Um, and even on filing day the other day, my campaign manager, who is Barb Marco, she ran against um, the incumbent, well, he wasn't the incumbent. They ran against each other in 2018. And oh. she said, it just amazes me how you can just talk to complete strangers. <laughs> and she said, they just kind of take to you. And I said, well, I do it on a regular basis in my job. You know, yeah. as a teacher, you kind of had to be a peacekeeper too. There was a lot of times because I taught in middle school, you know, those, those hormones are going sure. crazy. <laughs> I, my my wife is uh, she's her first year not in middle school in several years, so I'm oh, very yeah. familiar with the story. <laughs> so, yeah, those hormones are popping off all the time, you know. So you have to be really good at yeah. you know, you know, stop averting the danger before it even you know starts, you know, at, at that particular job. But you know, the job I have now, some of the 
the young people that I have on my caseload that, you know, they don't, the parents don't call me until they're like, just banging heads with, you know, their, their uh, schools, basically, and they want me to come to IEP meetings and, you know, help, help understand what's, what's being said and be an advocate for them in the room. So I, you know, it's, for me, it's always going to be people first. I, you know, I just uh, have kind of always been that way. That's the way I lean, you know, so. So it's interesting looking back. Um, I think people would probably guess that 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 your district has been held by a Republican since 2002, 2004. But that's not true. That's not true. No. How how, uh, why do you think that is? What is it about that area that because, I mean, as as long ago as what, 2016, a Democrat incumbent ran and won, right? Well, in 2000, yeah, 2018, Ben Harris termed out mm-hmm. um, and uh, we had a Democrat that ran against a Republican and the Republican won. So the current um, representative has been in that seat since 2018. Mm-hmm. No opposition um, in 2020. No opposition in 2020. That's a shame. You know, although <laughs> I wrote myself in. <laughs> <you know. laughs> things to come uh, just saying <laughs> you know they put a line there i thought why not so <laughs> on that though you know the running unopposed in 2020 and it's something that a few weeks back we had some some party folks on from the democratic party um and you know i, I i'm concerned about the the state of play in in missouri i think that uh, you know i've talked to several folks in the last few weeks about you know why why do this uh, and, you know, you can't have a round of applause with one hand. You can't have a conversation with one person in a room. Uh, you got to have two hands. You got to have two people. And if you don't have two sides of the coin, it, it just doesn't work. Have right. you had at this, least two? Yeah. Right. Have, what kind of support do you think would be helpful? What kind of support have you actually had? And, you know, understanding, obviously, the party doesn't endorse. We know that. But what type of, of support or reach out have you experienced? Um, pretty much. And, and I've had, I've had to do the reaching out. Um, but since I reached out the first time, they have checked in and followed up with me on a regular basis. They send me regular emails. Um, Alex Johnson says, you know, he's calling every once in a while saying, how you doing? Is there anything we can help you with? They've, they do send us toolkits. And I've heard that about Alex, that he's, once you're hooked up with Alex, that he, right. he treats you well. Right. And, you know, they get, they have, um, I, I even heard from my campaign manager who I said, uh, you know, ran in 2018 and she had to pay for van access, uh, the voter action network where yeah. we can find, uh, voters and stuff. And, uh, uh, the Missouri democratic party does that now they pay for that for us so that we can right. have that access, you know, for those of us that are, you know, on shoestring budgets, yeah. we can get access to that. That's Granted, great. you know, there's been so little Democratic, you know, candidates running in my area that the information is not always accurate. Right, right, right. You know, so I still knock on everybody's door. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, you're, you're kind of like the person who takes over a house and the yard hasn't been mowed. 
in a while. That's kind of what it feels like. That's a <laughs> even great if you have the, even if you have the right tools, it's still a hell of a lot of extra work when you let that right, right, a little too far. So. <laughs> All right, so Sally, uh, I want to close this out with a thing that I've done with lots of folks. Uh, your favorite things, so. All right, first, your favorite thing about running for office. Meeting new people. That has been really interesting. That has been a really interesting thing for me. Uh, somebody had told me that that was going to be something that they thought I would really like. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they've it's been definitely the answer I get the most. Right. Right. And, and just being able to network and uh, talk to some of my neighbors and find out you know, what's going on with them lately. You know, um, some of the stories I've been hearing just absolutely break my heart. There's, you know, very little I can do for them other than offer a consoling shoulder, you know, but, um, you know, basically that's kind of been my favorite, uh, you know, is going door to door and knocking, believe it or not. Yeah. So, no, I, I I can definitely buy that. Uh, talking to you here for a half hour or so, <laughs> you've definitely got the that that ability. Um, number two, what is your favorite thing about your district? The whether it's could be a place to eat, could be a scenic thing, you know, whatever it is. What's to you the best feature? Um. Basically, I, I know this is going to be kind of hard, or maybe maybe you might understand this. Um, I like the fact that I can go out in my yard and just breathe. You know, yeah. There's there's very little, tra- you know, except for in the summertime when the dust is up. You know, because <laughs> everything's so dried out and we live on a dirt road. So that's for people but, who don't know what that means. Who are from the, really from the cities who really haven't spent time in the country. Uh, when right. it gets dry in the summertime and there's a lot of dirt roads where you live and vehicles go by right. those dirt roads often, it sort of floats through the air. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's almost like a right. like a fog. You know, we can go down to the river and sit on the riverside and throw a line in and, you know, nobody bothers you, <laughs> you know, and you can just breathe. You know, I, I appreciate that. Some people do do that for vacation. We can do it, you know, any, any time of the week here in this area. So. Oh, I, I completely understand what you're saying. (laughs) Um, all right. Number three, what's the best river in your district? You have so many rivers. What's the best one? Oh gosh. Um, I'm, you know, I'm going to be partial to Washington County. Sorry, Franklin County. Um, I'm going to have to say Big River. Big River. <laughs> so I've floated that one numerous times. So I've never been on Big River. I, I'm going to have to check that one out. I love, there's nothing like getting on a river you've never been on uh, and experiencing right. it. I, I would not advocate doing it after a flood, though. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. We did that one year in Found 93, advice. and I was like, okay, never again. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, especially at 93, my God, that's <laughs> that was oh, it an was incredible awful. flood. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Well, Sally Brooks, thank you very much for joining me. Where can folks find you if they are interested, uh, if they're, whether it's uh, knocking doors or making phone calls or donations, whatever, how do they find you? Well, if they go to Linktree, 
L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Brooks for Missouri. It will link them to my website, to my ActBlue, to the MailChimp where they can um, sign up for my newsletter and to all my socials. Mm-hmm. So and looking at Sally at Brooks for as a, a way to get a hold and looks like a Brooks for here that I've been reading on. Right. Uh, yeah. One of your other guests um, had, had kind of helped me clean that all up and told me about link trees. So Beautiful. Lori White. Beautiful. Putting a plug Shout in for out Lori. Lori. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Well, Sally Brooks, awesome to have you on the pod. And uh, I look forward to talking with you after you've spent some time uh, in Jefferson City. And maybe the next time we can do this uh, in your office. All right. Sounds great. Thank you. The Heartland Pod is a production of Midmap Media, LLC. Follow us on Twitter with at the Heartland Pod. With email, you can reach us, heartlandpod2020 at gmail.com, online with heartlandpod.com, subscribe, and please sign up for our Patreon with patreon.com slash heartlandpod. Become a podhead or an official podgressive today and unlock all of our content. See you at the next show.